All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 75. Oh, man. The the big 75th episode. It's going to be a normal episode, guys. Uh, so buckle up. Um, we're going to... Where am I even starting here? This is the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today. Uh, I'm here in the studio with Jonas and Andrew. How are you guys today? Doing well. Good. How are you, Zach? I'm great. I'm Good. great. That really threw you off there, didn't it? I threw myself off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Listeners, consider some midweek uh, checkpoint here at Valley Creek. Just a little uh, church for your midweek here. We'll talk a little bit about last Sunday, this next Sunday coming up, some announcements, and then some, uh, you know, just some random stuff at the end. That's how it goes. So let's jump right in. Last week, or maybe it was this week, I'm still working through that internally uh, and externally, uh, we had a few sermons, Pray for Pardon, continuing our, our way through Matthew 6. Uh, we'll talk about discussion question number three, if you're following along and you're listening in discussion guide. That question is this, how does confessing our need and trusting God's promise to forgive us lead us to extend forgiveness? So again, we're confessing our need, trusting God's promise to forgive us. How does that lead us to extend forgiveness to others? Well, I think you just see there that... Um if we're all in need of forgiveness, which we are, like there's a level sort of playing field. Um, and so... Ground I mean, is level at the foot of the cross. There you go. Is that Billy Graham? I think it might be. Yeah. Well done. Well like done. Um, but no, just kind of... I think I even said it in the sermon. Like if we're... When we understand our need for forgiveness... If we're not willing to also extend forgiveness, then functionally what we're doing is saying, well, your sin against me surpasses my sin against God. You know, because if if I'm in need of forgiveness and God offers forgiveness, how arrogant for me to be like, but you sinned against me, but you're not worthy of my forgiveness. Hmm. I probably could have said that a lot more succinctly. Than I just did. But. That's that's my specialty. So I mean, welcome to the <laughs> club. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I my thing is, you know, I've heard you say it in sermons. I've heard it said in other sermons a lot recently, though, where it's like someone sins against you, or like someone were like me personally, someone to sin against me. That that almost like to me sounds like it's not possible because I always think about like what does it mean to sin against God, and that like the punishment for that is so great. Right, and so the forgiveness of that is so powerful that if someone were to quote unquote sin against me, I have no punishment that I could dish out that would be as great, or no forgiveness I could extend that would be as uh, as much of a blessing, as much of a true weight lifted. So when when it's like a forgiveness thing, uh, when I'm really thinking straight and really going back to basics here, thinking about God's forgiveness, I'm like. Yeah, of course, of course, I'll forgive you. Like, what is it? What is what is my judgment on you? Like, you're forgiven for me. Like, I I got nothing. Um, it just seems so like my problems and and my forgiveness or me feeling slighted so minuscule compared to the grand scheme of of mm-hmm. God. Yep. Yeah, I think even though as we're trusting God's promise to forgive, mentioned it a minute ago, but that comes through what Christ did for us on the cross, paying the penalty for our sins. And so when someone sins against us, us forgiving them, it maybe can feel like, well, I don't want to, you know, let them off the hook, maybe, is sometimes the idea. 
that people have when they think, well, you know, I don't want to forgive them because they don't deserve it. Well, right, which we go back to what we've already said. We don't forgive God's forgiveness either. But at the same time, trusting God's promise to forgive is also trusting in his character as a just God and a righteous judge who will deal with with sin rightly and justly, whether that is through Jesus' death on the cross or whether that's through us being judged at the last day. There's a there's a justice and a righteousness that comes with trusting God's promise as well. Hmm. Very it's good. good. It's good. What are you guys' thoughts on the whole forgive but not forget thing? Not in the grand scheme, but do you feel that there is a place to extend forgiveness, but also to to be emotionally hurt by something? I feel like that gets a little deeper, but what do we feel that forgiveness would be on like a human perspective? Do we feel like that's a complete, just, what were they, the whole record's expunged there, or what do you guys think? I think, I mean, a lot of it's going to depend on what are we what are we talking about here. Sure. You know, if there's, goodness, if it's something minuscule, I would I would hope that you could forgive and just move on but you know sometimes people sin against us is significant i think of without getting too deep and stuff you know there's cases of abuse and those sorts of things and mm-hmm. so you know I, I think in in those sorts of situations i think you can't extend forgiveness but just the wounds that some of that stuff causes like you can't just magically yeah. forget it i can't just forget it happened. you know so i think that's kind of a Depending on what the the issue is, the conflict is, I guess. Yeah, and there can be in those situations wisdom in setting up boundaries. Sure. That aren't, you know, rooted in in bitterness or mm-hmm. yeah. or anger or condemnation, but are just rooted in the wisdom to to protect ourselves and others mm-hmm. going forward. So yeah. yeah. Great answers. Yeah, I, th- I thought maybe we could take a little deeper dive. A lot of times I, I feel like we'll ask the question, I'll be like, all right, moving on. But no, very good, guys. I enjoyed that. Uh, but to move on a little bit, this week we are in a, uh, you know, gonna, are we wrapping up the series? Are we keep keep going we after this? Wrapping we're wrapping it up. It up. Uh, we're moving on. on. The end here of uh, of the uh, the prayer we've been walking through, pray for. Protection. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sunday. Yep. Yeah. I actually wrote it down, but then I started second guessing myself. So I'm glad you said what I had written down. And we will be in Matthew 6 13. <laughs> All right. And a little jump right. over to yeah. jump over to Psalm, pop quiz this morning. Psalm 141 as well. Awesome. If you want to read ahead. And so I'm ex- I'm excited. I not that I'm excited for the series to be over, but I feel like because this did sort of mark a lot of note taking for me, it's been uh, I've been getting a lot more out of the sermons just to kind of speak as a as a personal anecdote there. Um, this is a terrible. I should have had asked this question early on. Maybe I'll edit it out. No Sunday evening events this Sunday. Is that correct? That is correct. All right, excellent. I won't edit that out then. So, yep. no Sunday evening events at Springfield this uh, this yep, Labor Day night. weekend. Excellent, excellent. I had another thing. I forgot what it was. Must not have been. Must not have been. Must important. not oh, have been important. Yeah, here, here it was. Here it was. We 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 haven't been avoiding it, but there has been discussion in the office about it. We just haven't brought it up on the podcast. So, the ending of what many people refer to as the Lord's Prayer. 
which we've been walking through, which at Springfield Road, you guys have said it, I think at the beginning of the last few uh, yeah, services, last right? couple sermons, yeah. Um, where does it, where, so in the scripture, in our ESV translation that we've been walking through, it, it ends right before everyone s- starts to feel like it's ending, right? So what, what do you guys feel about that? What do you think about that? Or r- rather, what does the Bible say about that? All of it. I was going to pull it up, see if you guys want to feel space. While I... So here's, here's what I was saying. Dispute, <laughs> I grew I up in there's a, a yeah. dispute. Yeah. There's lines that are included in some manuscripts later yeah. on that aren't included in the earliest manuscripts that we have available of the Gospel of Matthew, adding on, you know, a line to the end of the prayer there that a lot of us memorized growing up, but is not, like I say, is not included in the earliest manuscripts. And so some more modern translations have, in an attempt to be more faithful to those earliest manuscripts, have said, we're going to include this as a footnote and say that it's, you know, it's there, but that Mm -hmm. in some of the manuscripts later on, but the most, the earliest, most reliable, closest to the time of Jesus don't have this particular saying, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, do you have it pulled up? Uh, I did, and then you... For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, right? I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, no one... I'm sorry. I was going to say, I like that, but no one's coming to me and being like, do you like this translation or this <laughs> translation, Zach? Um, but the first time we kind of walked through that together, it was kind of like that fourth, never mind, amen. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Um, and so I think that's really, really just a good thing for us as a church to kind of know that the kind of the history behind that, why that's maybe something that we had learned. Like I grew up in a small Methodist church. As a kid, and you know, we memorized it. We weren't reading it out of a book or anything. It was just like we all just spoke together, right? But to look and see, you know, what does this actual transcript say? It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing in that that is nothing wrong, heretical, <laughs> or yeah. yeah, wrong, or anything like that. So it's just a matter of. Did you guys ever? This is sort of related. Did you guys ever play sports like in high school or anything? <laughs> what did you chuckle for? <laughs> uh, there's many reasons I should laugh at that. The I only, played football for one singular year when I was in sixth grade. Okay. The only was, reason I asked sports is for me. just that end of the, the Lord's Prayer reminded me of, like I played soccer, um, and <laughs> I remember before games, like the team would bow down and say the Lord's Prayer, which is probably, well, that, that was the thing. It, it wasn't, there was no heart behind it. It was just like, this is something we should probably do. And then, so, say the Lord's Prayer and then run out and act like hooligans on the soccer field. It's just, yeah, yeah, you know, amen. <laughs> get out there and kill him. <laughs> no. Kick him in the face. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how to follow that. So, let's move on to some announcements here. Hard transition. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's interesting because the application of, of many things we do as Christians that we should be observing is like these. Um, very cool, sacred, just connective things, and then it's like, all right, play ball, you know, like, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, good stuff, good stuff. All right, some announcements. Big thing, we have the uh, the F260 reading program, which are devotionals we following. Andrew, do you want to talk right. about that? That's right, yeah, song? we have been, for the last few months, following along with our sermon series, with our daily devotionals. Uh, we are going to be moving in a different direction with those, starting up here Next week, next Monday, 
We'll start a new series in our daily devotionals that will follow our daily reading plan, which is going to go along with our discipleship groups. It's called the F260 plan, foundational readings that will take us all the way through the Bible. We won't hit every single text in the Bible, but we'll walk through the storyline going from Genesis to Revelation over the course of the next year. And so it's a good opportunity to jump in there at the at the beginning and be involved and read through the scriptures as a church family together. Uh, that'll include some scripture memory, some memory verses each week as well, if you want to tackle that as well. But if you just want to follow along with the readings and follow along with the devotionals, then you can do that too. All right. And you can actually find a copy of that reading plan on our the front page of our website. It's in our featured announcements section. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Man. On the announcement page even, or on the D group page even, it's there. So we, we'd love for you to follow along, even if you chose maybe not to jump into a D group this time around. Um, one, there's still time to do that. And then two, yeah, we'd love for you to follow along with that reading yeah. plan. I'm convinced there is nothing that will like increase your understanding of Scripture more than like getting an idea of of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like when you can start putting, it's like mind blowing. So read it, F two sixty. All right, and we have a family dedication uh, coming up here at Valley Creek. Uh, There's plenty of information about that. You'll need to sign up if you're a parent and you have some young kids, or hey, even if you have maybe even older kids and you've never fully come before the church and said, I'm committing to to raise up my my child, I need your guys' help as a church family, let's do this thing. Uh, There's an opportunity for you to do that. September 16th will be a a commitment night, I think is what it's called, and then the actual dedication service will be on the 19th, then sign up at vcbc.org. All right, and our last thing. There's not a whole lot we can share just because we're ironing out some details and timing and things, but we will be hearing on September 12th um, from our student pastor candidate. What can we share right now, guys? Yeah, the uh, student pastor search team, they are excited uh, to present this candidate before the church, and so he'll be here, be able to preach on that Sunday morning, and so we'll get a great opportunity to really hear from him and get to know his heart. Um, we'll also have an opportunity that day before, that Saturday, September 11th, for people to come out and meet him and his family. And so we'll be sending out all those details by text and email and those things over the next couple days. Um, but just, yeah, go ahead and mark your calendar for those and make sure you're here for those opportunities as we, that'll include the special called business meeting on September 12th to vote uh, as well on that candidate. And so all of that coming up just in a couple weekends. Awesome. Awesome. That's going to be a great time. Uh, just, a, just a very exciting moment to, to have a candidate come forward. Um, moving on to a segment we like to call, Did Anything Interesting Happen to You This Week? Yes, Zach. <laughs> I celebrated a birthday, 34 years of age. All right. So that was exciting. We, uh, we went and played pretty hard, uh, did some go-kart racing. So, paid homage to my background, and uh, I'm just going to say, your boy still got it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's awesome. Turn the fastest time of the day and one of the fastest times of the week. So, you can take the boy out of the race car. Nope, this is not going to work. That analogy is not going to work. I was going to say, but you can't take the race car out of the boy, but that, no. 
I mean, I feel like most of that, like that, that. Until you get to the end and you're like, oh, never mind. That saying doesn't really make sense most of the time anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we had a good time. And, uh, good. yeah. Um, I, I'm sure many other interesting things happened this past week, but most notably, you guys are seeing it right now. I finally cleaned my office here at the church. It's not as clean as some, uh, but it's cleaner than it has been. Especially anyone sitting over by the shelves, yeah, on the on the kind of interior wall here, it's cleaner than mine. So. There was plenty of dust. Holly Rogers, shout out to Holly, brought that up, brought that to my attention. Just out of love, I think was like it's kind of yeah. dusty back here. So, uh, took some time, did that. That was exciting. Excellent. Yeah. Um. Nothing too crazy, really. There was apparently there was a storm at my house one day while I was gone. My grill when I got home was. Laying in the middle of the yard, um, about twenty feet from where it was when I left. But I blame the hurricane. Yeah, it was well before that. I don't really know what happened there, but that was the most interesting thing that happened. That is, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, like an ice. I think I said that out loud. An isolated tornado probably just lifted up your yeah. grill. It just like threw it. Yeah, it did not fare well. But all right, well, in, look at us being interesting for once. All three of us, interesting stuff. All right, we're going to close out the podcast with a question, as always. And uh, we wanted to do something special for the 75th episode. We've gone a little long. I think that's special enough, you know? Um, so, yep, all right, just, been we'll, good, yeah, been all fun. Right, all right, yeah. <clears throat> see you guys later. <laughs> just going to pray. Back to work here. <laughs> no. All right, so the question for this week is this. What's the craziest dream you've had? And I think we talked about this a little bit before. Uh, you guys don't have any dreams necessarily that you can remember a lot of, but let's just... So what's a dream that you can remember that seems notable in some way? I, yeah, I don't know. We talked about this before. I really don't think I've got anything that is of note. Hmm. Just trying to think back through and remember stuff. Like, I mean, I've had the stuff where I've like woken myself up, woken, awakened, <laughs> where I woke myself up, like because I thought I in my dream I was like falling or something mm-hmm. off some massive cliff or something, and I was thought that was the end. But is there any truth to that? This is a stupid way to set it up, but some people say like you never actually die in your dreams. Is that true? I don't know. I've never like you fall off something high, and then yeah. at the last minute you either wake up, wake up, or. Yeah. Batman swoops in and it's kind of that, ma- that Matrix theory, like if you died in a dream, whatever. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't um, know. Inception. Maybe yeah, we'll never Inception. know. Hmm. Um, I have a lot of, dr- I've had a lot of crazy dreams that I wish I could turn into books. But by the time I've tried to like write down what I can remember, uh, I either realize it was based off of a movie I saw the other day, or it's uh, like I can't remember any of it. Um, but I have a lot of dreams, kind of rotating back and forth between two things. So when I was a, a a young man, I worked at Shoe Carnival, which I'm not supposed to share because I signed an agreement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and so <laughs> I'll have dreams sometimes that I'm working at Shoe Carnival again, but it won't be like in the dream. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not like 17 again. I'm like my 26 year old self, like working at Shoe Carnival again, which is fine. Uh, but it always has something to do with like, oh, better get to work, or I didn't do something right, or I've got a lot of work to do, or something like that. And then in high school, I did musical theater and then just regular straight plays which is like plays without music i will have recur like 
I would say at least three times a year, I have a dream that either a musical I already did is getting revived, and so they're like bringing back the original cast, or it's a brand new play that I didn't prepare for. But either way, the dream always ends the same way. I decide not to prepare, and then we get to the show night, and I don't know any of the lines. This happens very frequently. Yeah, I, I don't really have any um, like crazy dreams I can remember, but... One dream that I have, I won't even say reoccurring because I don't know that it happens that often, but I have had a dream that went something along the lines of um, there was a test or something school-related that I didn't prepare for, or maybe it, you know, I didn't go to class and all of a sudden I need some information that I didn't get because I wasn't there. Probably because I've spent way too many years in the education field, um, and so there's times where yeah, I'll in my dream I'll be like, oh no, I'm not going to pass. I'm going to fail. I'm going to start all over. And then I wake up, and you have that split second where you're like, was that real? Hmm. And then yeah. I'll, I'll wake up and be like, okay, no, I've already graduated. I'm fine. I don't have to worry about that. I don't know. It's a dumb dream. There's nothing exciting about it, but I have had it more than once. Yeah, that's so strange. The whole idea of like somehow I have failed in my dream, and then you wake <laughs> up and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't. Nothing bad happened." Yeah, it's somebody should do some research on that. They probably already have. Yeah, I don't know pseudoscience. Now I'm just kidding. I, I hope I haven't offended any dream dream interpreters dream out there. Scientists. Yeah. yeah, his name is Joseph <laughs> from the Old Testament. Yes. He is a dream interpreter. Excellent. Or Daniel. Yeah. Either or. It's great. It's yeah. great. Brought it full circle. All right. That's where we're in the podcast. <laughs> uh, listeners, we'd love to see you in person Sunday mornings, 9 o'clock and 1030 at Springfield Road, 1030 at South Wilson. If you would like to stay home, you feel the need to, or you're just out of town, whatever happens, those will be live streamed at vcbc.org uh, at the same time. So go check that out or we'll see you on Sunday. And so uh, that's it. That's the podcast for this week. We're looking forward to uh, episode 100 where we will do something never before heard of. Uh, I haven't figured out what that will be yet. But even I haven't heard of it. That's how crazy it's going to be. Technically, anything we do for the podcast never would have never, never been heard, heard before, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, debatably, I don't know if many people will hear it after either. <laughs> but we'll find out. We'll find out. All right, Jonas, would you mind to pray for us to end this one? I would love to. Let's Let's pray. Father, we come to you and... Uh, just grateful that we get to do things like this, just have conversations about um, what we're learning from your word and um, what, what we're trying to live out as your church. And so just pray that you would um, and just bless us as we continue to do that um, this week. And our, as we gather together as your church, would you um, Lord, just help us to hear from you, from, from your word, uh, help us to respond as you would have us to respond. Uh, and then as we, we live that out, just in the the different things going on in the life of Valley Creek um, would help us just to be faithful to what you've called us to and and who you've called us to be. Um, So Lord, we just thank you for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy. Uh, As we learned this past week, help us to extend that to others uh, when we're presented with that opportunity. And uh, Lord, we we praise you and uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.